0: The Watch Time Show, sponsored by digital agency Mint Twist. The Watch
1: Time Show. So, hello and welcome to Watch Time. My name is Elliot King. And
0: I'm Alexandra King.
1: And we are from Mint Twist, the international digital agency. And this show is being streamed, it's been multi streamed to YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and a number of other places using Restream.io. So, Alexandra, what are we doing? speaking about this week.
0: Well, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do this one, uh, but we've decided to make it about The Apprentice.
1: That's right. So The Apprentice is obviously an international, very popular international TV show. It's very big in the UK and in the UK at the moment, it's being, uh, they're, they're repeating previous episodes and they're currently showing the series 12 in which yours truly Alexandra, in which ours truly Alexandra was uh, was featured. And so we thought we'll do an episode today talking all about your experience. Yeah, we?
0: all-round experience, the process of getting in, being on the show, and the after effects.
1: Yeah. So tell us, why. what, what was it in your background that you felt made you write for the show?
0: Well, I don't know about right for the show, uh, but my daughter had a dream that I was on it. We used to watch The Apprentice, and I thought, oh, that's a bit strange. Maybe that's a sign. And I applied. After a couple of glasses of wine and got in, I suppose what triggered me to try besides my daughter was the fact that before that I had been in full time billing systems integration, quite a high flyer all around the world, implementing these systems, billing systems. And then I had my kids and I had to wind down and move into more temporary work. Uh, Semi permanent, and I thought actually this is a great way to get me back into it
1: properly. Yeah, and so <laughs> the application process is obviously pretty competitive. I think it's over a hundred thousand people apply, and only eighteen or so get onto the show.
0: Yeah, I mean, how that's, I, did you do yeah, it? As I mentioned in another uh, Watch Time episode, I really enjoyed the application process. That part was very, very professional, business-like, and pretty much real-world stuff. So it wasn't so much entertainment for anyone. It was just, you know, little business tests that you had to do. And maybe there was a bit of media stuff where you had to do pieces to camera and things. But overall, that whole process, which took several months, was, for me, the most enjoyable challenge. I loved it.
1: And what, what do you think the producers were looking for from the candidates?
0: Well, what we have to understand about reality TV. And this is where I thought, you know, because this is a business show, it's not, you know, Love Island or Celebrity. I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here or anything like that or SAS, Who Dares Wins. This is a business show, so it's going to be very professional and they expect us to do our absolute best and give it all we got. But what I found was, you know, that I was on a, an entertainment show and the priority, it wasn't really about your professional performance so much and doing the best job that you can do and doing it honestly and properly. It was about, you know, you were being served as a, on a platter as entertainment to the public. Yeah. You know. So
1: they're looking yeah. they're looking for characters, aren't they? They're looking for they're people looking for, that stand yeah, up. Yeah, they, they don't are. want any shrinking violets here.
0: No. They are looking for you have to be entertaining in some way. So mm. but you also, I suppose at the end of it, in order to work with Lord Sugar, there does have to be something there. So it's big personalities with something that can be offered at the end of it. But throughout the process and ideally you're there to entertain. You know, that's that's the objective.
1: That's right. Okay. And so so the actual experience of, of the show, of the production of the show, how did that work? How, how, did, how did that go for you?
0: Well, for me, because there was this whole entertainment spin, which took priority over doing things properly and professionally, which I value and love, I actually found that quite stressful. I didn't like the entertainment side interfering with what we had to do. And it At the same time, I was also moving house. So I was very worried about what was going on back home because after not ever leaving my children or husband ever, I was then put into this new environment with these people, not talking to my family, not knowing what's going on. And I was worrying about the house move, worrying about what's going to happen. And when I worry, I tend not to eat and not to sleep at all. So, I really started working myself into something and thinking I'm a terrible mum, that I'm not at home, and then worrying about this entertainment thing and not being able to do things properly. And it was all just like, mm. I, I took it too seriously. And I should have just been like, do you know what? This is TV. You know, you can just get fired by Lord Sugar the normal way and everything will be okay. But yeah. no.
1: So, it's worth probably pointing out for the viewers it's not like a day job thing. It's not like you go away filming, you come back to your home in the evening. You're actually away full time yeah, for and you, many, you, many, many There's really weeks.
0: basically no contact, very mm. limited. And if, and even if there is, it's highly monitored in time. So it's just not, it's not, it's not realistic. It's not the real yeah. world. Yeah. Definitely isolated on purpose. So it's a highly strong environment. Yeah. And I suppose I just wasn't in the right mind frame at all at that period in my life. Yeah. Not at all.
1: So as the weeks went by, you know, you did well in week one, you survived, you survived in week two. And week three, despite being in the in being called back into the boardroom, in yeah, I was never in words. the
0: bottom. I was never called back into the bottom three. I always managed to get out of it, and I I always managed to perform no matter what. But I think I just came to the realization that, that it wasn't for me, and i would let the the younger kids get on with it.
1: And <laughs> so, what? So tell us for those of us who haven't seen the episode, what happened in week four?
0: Well, I just walked out.
1: Yeah. So Alexandra was the That's only okay. candidate to have walked out mid. Task in in the Apprentice, and I guess it took the production team.
0: It took them by surprise. surprise. It also took a lot of guts, you know, because you have Lord Sugar and he expects things to be done a certain way, and everyone, you know, should abide ideally by his rules and you know the rules of production. But you know, when when I make a decision about something, that's it. No one's going to change my mind. But they did ask me to retake the scene a few times, so I did that for them and then went off. And you know, I never cry like maybe four times in my whole entire life, and I had a really long cry afterwards. It was just like a relief. And I was really happy to go home. It sounds all really terrible and negative the way I'm speaking now, but overall, it was a positive experience. I'm very happy that I did it. I well, we'll come on. We'll come on
1: to the positives. So uh, I don't want
0: to be over. No no, 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 no. But,
1: no, but I, I But think it was
0: tough. It was tough.
1: Look, it's it's yeah. It's it's great. It's great to hear the inside track. So your immediate feelings of having walked off off this show, you know, what 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 were you feeling? What what were your worries? What were your concerns?
0: I mean, walking off the show, I I was very worried about letting the team down. I I still was, in my mind, taking this seriously and thinking that, you know, it's like a job. But it's not a job, it's entertainment. It was incredibly fantastic for them that I walked off the show because it was very entertaining and had great ratings. So I did my job as far as the production of Apprentice was concerned. But obviously, you know, for the task, that wasn't great. Mm. And then I just wanted to be at home and lick my wounds and recover mentally and, you know, not beat myself too much up about it that I've I've walked off, you know.
1: Yeah. So we mentioned, look, it is a TV show, and I think – yeah, you know, word got out in advance of, of that episode airing that someone was going to walk off the show. So actually that particular episode had the highest number of viewers out of all of the episodes, I think the final included entertainment. So eight million people watched that in the UK. You know, let,
0: let me just say, you know, this is that's the thing, it is an entertainment show. Hmm. So to walk off an entertainment show, to go be with your family and move house made more sense to me. But of course, you know, when you're on a real job, for example, when I was in Gambia and that got really tough and the work was really hard and I felt like throwing in a towel and going, I'm overwhelmed by what I need to do. I stuck with it because a country depended on a billing system. This is quite different. It's an entertainment show. And at the end of the day, as far as I was concerned, I brought the entertainment home.
1: I delivered the entertainment. You delivered the entertainment,
0: but I the, could go. <laughs> but,
1: the, but the angle of the show, because of the nature of TV mm. and the nature, particularly of reality TV, it had to be sort of boiled down into, into a sort of a single narrative. And so the narrative for that particular episode and for your particular subplot in that show was was Alexandra right to walk, you know, or not? And I think initially you felt that the majority of the public.
0: No, they were completely supportive. I had so many of messages coming in. I mean, very, very supportive, lovely, and I felt reassured. It was fantastic. However, I also had trolls.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was and a minority, I, yeah. though, wasn't it? It was a minority. Yeah, parts.
0: but, you know, when you when you have a little bit of a platform and you suddenly gain some fame and then you're hit by the troll wave for the first time, it's like... <gasps> How could people be so mean to me? They don't even know me. They don't know anything about me. How can they say that? No. And then you just, it, you know, especially some comments like to say to me that I'm a quitter is like, don't say that to me because I will do everything and whatever it takes when it matters, I will stick with it. I can die and I will still stick with it. But, you know, so to be called that, I took immense offense to, and I, I found that really hurtful. However, I was, I realized that I'm stronger than I think. And I actually was able to absorb, you know, rationalize, grow thicker skin, and become a stronger person.
1: Yeah. So. It was definitely some pretty negative abuse, but it was almost like the more negative abuse that you had, the more strongly some people, yeah. people I had you fans didn't even defending know, yeah. who, would, who would come fabulous. to your yeah, that
0: I've just never experienced that before. That yeah. was just the most crazy thing because you have these arguments going on on Twitter and, you know, you're, watching this and there's people defending you that you've never met until this day. I've got like, I have to just say, thank you. Cause I have the most wonderful fan base and people that are so supportive and lovely and you know, whenever I can help and, you know, give back. I do to
1: those, you know, it's a really, amazing. it's a really interesting sort of side effect of a, of a bit of press, probably particularly because you had this quite sort of interesting. Storyline. Yeah. You've, t- you've attracted a section yeah. of, of people that have followed you ever since. But I tell
0: you what, I've lost. Well, maybe not so much lost officially, but lost unofficially. Is some some friends that I thought were my really good friends. As soon as I got on the Apprentice, they just they just turned out not to be the friends that I thought they would be, mm. and it's just so sad because.
1: So, what do you think that is then? What is that? Is that jealousy? Is it? Is it?
0: I don't know. Maybe maybe I, I. I suppose I started to post, and I had a platform. I put myself out there, and maybe they thought, oh, we don't like your post. Or oh, you look a little bit too sexy that day. Or oh, you look a little bit like this. Or, or, or or you just look bad. I don't know. You know. Or just, oh, your face is annoying. Whatever it is. Um, or like, or don't talk about The Apprentice. I don't know. Whatever it was, it just became really negative for a certain group. But that's why I think for anyone going into this you've got to surround yourself and actually cocoon yourself with people that you know love and trust and they love you and know you and trust you just the same way because that will see you through everything no matter what happens no matter what it is no matter what's thrown at you no matter which troll comes if you have that support network you're you're very strong and the friends that aren't really friends you're going to find out who they are really quickly so it's just part of life
1: certainly an interesting an interesting experience yeah so so i think you've said to me before you know when people are paying you compliments you know don't take them too seriously when people yes. are giving you negative feedback don't take it too seriously no. which i always thought was
0: yeah because nice you can't define in. yourself by your fans you can't de- define yourself by your social media you define yourself by what's really important your family the love that your children you know i would even say met your pets animals nature things that really really matter not trivial things and likes and No. So, yeah. And just, just, you know, who you are. So if someone gives you a compliment, people don't owe you anything. No one has to give you a compliment. It's lovely to get a compliment. You say, thank you, but you don't let your head swell. And the same way if someone's nasty to you, just go, okay, well, you know, and if you can learn something, because some criticism can be valuable, then you, you take that, Um, you learn from it.
1: Okay. Look, it's very nice. So any, any final words then for, for any of those people that have been following your story over the last few years?
0: Well, there's going to be more to come. I, I, I mean, with my, I'm quite spontaneous, but I always have something up my sleeve. So watch this space. And I would say to anyone thinking of embarking on a crazy journey, such as the one I've embarked on and plunging into some sort of reality TV, just uh, be prepared for the positive and the negative. Cocoon yourself, protect yourself, look after your mental health and never let anyone bully you. And tell you what you need to do you do what's right for you for your family for your circle for your mental health for the good of the world trust your own instinct not what society tells you or what a production crew wants from you or anything like that you are the boss and you're the one that can fire not the other way around <laughs> yeah
1: okay. all right well look thanks very much for listening we'll look forward to seeing you again on another episode very soon take care bye-bye
0: And that concludes today's episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you have, do subscribe to get subsequent episodes automatically. In the meantime, if you'd like to find out more about digital marketing, please visit knitwist.com. Thanks so much for joining us and see you again soon.